Football in Berkshire's podcast is sponsored by TicketPass. TicketPass provides an ethical alternative to a ticketing industry that often profits from greed. Our platform is an all-in-one solution for creating events, buying and selling tickets, live streaming and keeping events in a safe space. To find out more, to buy tickets, to sign up to the service, head to ticketpass.org. Berkshire Football Stories podcast is sponsored by the Curious Academy, a skills hub running a sales academy, digital skills bootcamp and data analytics training in Reading. The Curious Academy is all about you and creating positive outcomes, whether that is finding a career, starting a business or just walking away feeling much more confident about life. Their programs are designed for people who have lost their way a bit and are looking to change their futures, maybe rebuild their confidence or be pushed slightly out of their comfort zone in a safe and friendly environment. Group sizes are small to ensure everyone has an opportunity to get involved. The Curious Academy delivers inspirational and fun programs designed to help people wanting to improve their skills, whatever their background. You can find out more at www.thecuriousacademy.co.uk. Hi everybody, Tom Canning here with Damien Skur. Hello Damien, how are you? I'm very well. How are you, Tom? I I'm good, I'm good. I've just for anybody watching on the video, you'll notice a new Berkshire flag hanging up behind me. I've only stuck it with sellotape, so I'm fairly certain it will fall down halfway through this. I'm in, in the process of trying to make the, the backdrop to my um to my to my videos better um damon you've got yours well sorted out football shirts everywhere um yeah. what would be the, the one right behind you that you said told me that was pangbourne so there's a pangbourne youth shirt here yeah yeah this one's pangbourne so one of the teams that we supply kits for and there's a uh ascot united shirt there and we've got a range of different football kits in this uh in this meeting room slash studio for the day. <laughs> um, so, uh, Damien, I'll explain to to the listeners a little bit about what, about why we're talking to you. Um, but you are the sort of football football team football kit account manager for Serious Sport, and Serious Sport is based over in Basingstoke, North Hampshire. We're calling it North Hampshire because it's cl- it makes it sound like it's closer to us. Um, but but for, so for the last um, for the last few months, we've been talking about what we can all do together uh, and. Part of this podcast is to tell the listeners a little bit about uh, the partnership between Football in Berkshire and Serious Sport. We are getting together to get people Wembley ready. Um, and we'll talk all about Wembley, how you got into football kits and what your real, um, kind of how, how you ended up making football kits uh, and and your kind of, your your business's real passion, which I guess is, is cricket, but um, it's it's come across and it's it's changed. And, and now we are, now we're into football kits and, and we're looking to help you guys and you guys are looking to help us. So, We'll talk a little bit about that. But first, Damien, um, yep. you are no stranger to local football. Um, I'm not, you no. Were, you were, you are a goalkeeper, you coach goalkeeping. Um, that's right. That, that's a, that's a, you know, it, that's a tough, tough task. Goal, goalkeepers it's, are nuts, aren't they? Yeah, I've met you well. I have met, I have met you in person and I can confirm you are not crazy. But, um, <laughs> but I am big. Yes. Yes, you're, you are, you would fill a goal. Less, less you, you know, you, you're, you, you, you aren't getting lobbed unless you are ridiculously out of position. No. Let's, uh, let's put it that way. No, not it didn't happen too many times. Um, <laughs> I'm sure it probably did, but uh, yeah, 
Yeah, I used to play in goal. Started out as a um, younger days. I played as a centre back. Um, youth football for Shore Boys back in the day when Shore Boys were a team. Um, and then, yeah, so I always played at the back and scored plenty of goals with my head, being being one of the bigger ones. And then I just kept growing, really. So I just ended up in goal, if I'm honest. <laughs> was that was it kind of something you always wanted to do, or or was it just it just happened and there you stayed? I think, I think it just happened, really. To be honest. Um, I sort of wish now, looking back, that perhaps, you know, it had been something I'd have started out earlier on. I was, I'd was, i say I was probably all right in goal and a little bit more sort of technical direction from an early age. I could have probably been a lot better, I think. But yeah, that's where it, that's where it sort of came from. I went in goal and was all right at it and then just progressed through, played a little bit for... Um, in younger days, played for Kimbury in the Allied Counties when I was younger, but I think I was sent about then and then played for... Um, my local team, which we sort of maybe move on to talk about Frilsham. And they uh, then I played Hungford for a little bit, only for a short spell, and then ended up at Thatcham for a little while and then back to back to Frilsham. So, yeah. So, so that's cool. a proper West Berkshire tour, really. West Berkshire tour. And then <clears> coached uh, my lads, Thatcham Town Harriers teams from under sevens all the way through to under 18s. And we were one of the most successful sort of youth teams in the area at the time. We just kept moving leagues to get better competition. So we did all right. We did quite well. Yeah. So yeah, all local stuff really. So I'm certainly still involved with football now. Um, I am that person that still, you know, is the secretary and sorts yeah. out the, the kit and myself. So I know, I know what's involved. Um, <laughs> so I get people's pain. So it's quite nice. I'm not, I'm probably not just your average salesman because, um, I understand what, what's involved in terms of running a club and organizing all these things. And, and I think as they, uh, as the saying goes, if you want something doing, you find a busy person. And, um, and, yeah. and we are, I certainly appreciate that there are certain people in clubs that do that. And, you know, we, that's why I'm sort of understand why we need to make the process as simple as possible when ordering football kits and stuff like that really so it's yeah. uh we'll obviously yeah we'll, we'll talk a bit about what we're what we're kind of proposing and, and what people can do and how they Absolutely. can save money on this season's football kit and the kind of things they can do um but uh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about frilsham and, and yattendon but i know um yeah. i know i know uh uh, you you told me an interest an interesting story about Frilsham and Yattenden getting kits, because um, th- they they weren't wearing serious sport kits. Is that is that right? If I remember rightly, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they weren't um, they weren't originally um, wearing serious sports kits. Although although saying that over the years we have worn um, going back to where where the story started in terms of football kits. I was originally from Toga Sports that people may remember back in the day. Toga Sports came and we were. We were supplying like almost, um, uh, I would say, cheap football kits, really. So we've mm. we've gone through those good quality but cheap football kits. Um, and then, you know, some of the guys that were helping out, so they got a good deal on a different kit. And, um, yeah, so over the years, not worn serious sport kit. But, um, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll talk about I'll talk to you about sort of quality of kits and stuff. I, I guess when we when we get on to to chatting about about serious sports because it's a really interesting one because uh, and uh, well let, let's part this for a minute. I want to I want to just go through sort of Frilsham and Yattenden a bit because um, it's it's I suppose most of the people listening to this podcast might be familiar with with the area, but but in terms of in terms of Berkshire, it's a long it's a long sort of long trek and it's sort of more north barks league if i if i'm if i remember rightly and that's not something we've massively covered in the past and and perhaps we're, we're hoping to do yeah 
Yeah, exactly. So well, that's that's the league we're playing in now. Over the years, again, a lot of the um, the people that are listening in now will definitely um, recognise Frilsham Yandam because for years they played in the Reading Combination League, um, which then moved to the basically the Reading League, um, which is now the Thames Valley Premier League. So for years we played in that. I played in that myself for, for a long time. Um, and we have relatively successful. We made it to the to what was then the senior division and, and we obviously had to put a lot of plans in place to, to upgrade the facilities, the changing rooms and um, quite a lot of investment, really, even at step seven. Um, and it's quite tough, you know, as a local village team competing yeah. with those big teams um, in Reading. Um, you know, all the, the teams that, that everybody will be familiar with. Uh, we've we've definitely played against them over the years. Um, and I would say we probably punched above away for quite a long time, really, in that in the Reading area. Um, so we did OK, yeah. And then gradually sort of things came to a little bit of a, um, you know, things slowed down a bit and, and we decided to have a break for a year, um, took a bit of time out. And then, yeah, as you say, we sort of relaunched recently into the North Barks League, which... Um, so the North Barks League basically comes from the old boundaries, as far as I know. It's like the old boundaries when they all shifted. So mm. effectively, it's more on the edge of Berkshire now and, and goes into Oxfordshire quite a lot. So it's it's a lot of the A34 corridor, which actually from, from us is, is relatively straightforward to get to. And it's full of nice little clubs with their own grounds. They've all got their own grounds and they've all got their own little bar and clubhouses. Yeah. And it's a little bit of a throwback in time, really. And it's it's probably, you know, in terms of, you know, if you if anyone's ever been to Frilsham, um, and again, I'm sure people will have done, and they'll they'll recognise it. But it's it's based in the in the middle of the woods, in the middle of nowhere, really. But it's a lovely <laughs> setting. Um, it's uh, as I say, it's in the middle of the woods, and it's and it's at the back of the have the back of the top end goal is a deer park, so you, it's a pretty uh, picturesque setting. So everybody always enjoys coming there. But yeah, we're now we're now in the north, what's called the the North Parks League. And um, and and so there was a you, you said you said to me before that there uh, the the team had kind of come back together and you, and you'd got a few of the old boys in and, and worked your way up the leagues and and you were still playing until until quite recently. Yeah, yeah, I was. Um, not that long ago now. I've 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 definitely had it now myself. Knees and ankles, it's all taken toll on it. And being six foot six, you just can't keep doing it. And um, <laughs> you know, so the, the the knees and ankles have gone now. But I did play till relatively recently. And yeah. As you, as you say, um, some of the, the guys that, you know, we were successful with back in the Reading League when, when we, you know, did well in that league were were players like, you know, we have Callum Wilmoff and Jamie Green and Mark Green. And these are all players that played Russell Benham in and around the Thatcham area that are all good lads that, you know, enjoy playing at the club probably towards the end of their, you know, careers for Tadley and Thatcham mm. and Hungerford and Newbury. Um, so yeah, players that have, have, have certainly been around the block have played for Frilsham over the years. Back back in the day, you know, when I was still playing, and probably in my prime, we had quite a good side with, um, and many people will recognize recognize names like Dave Dave Mooney and Sam Mooney and um, Freddie Stevens, Nicky Voller. They're all players that played sort of back in the day. They all played for that, you know, for the Newbury team that was yeah. successful and Thatcham, Huey Roski, and players like that. They're all names that people recognize. So they've all played for Frilsham over the years. So. We certainly, you know, we've done we've done well for sales over the years, um, and then recently, yeah, as you say, as you sort of alluded to, then Tom, um, just during probably lockdown, COVID, I think everyone was like fed up and said, "Look, we need to give this a go." We're all pushing forty now. Some of the older <laughs> heads said, "We'll give this a go again." Um, 
so we got together we entered the north barts league and the bottom league and 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 we got promotion for that we then got promoted to a, a, the, the next league to division two and won that and then all of a sudden found ourselves in the top division which is a very high highly competitive <laughs> league um with a load of players which are now pushing 45 so um <laughs> unfortunately they've decided that actually it may be a little bit too much to play in a, a, what is a good standard of football so quite a few players knocked it on the head and we sort of found ourselves fine now looking for a new team which we did we got through the season last season very tough season um we got through it, it, it you know credit to credit to a lad called Cameron Philby's come in because he's he's stuck with it he's worked really hard he's um kept it together it would have been easy just to throw it in and say Do you know what we'll, we'll give up but but the lads that turned up every week um they they did us proud really and got through the season and now we're all systems go. We've gone down the league. We're probably where we need to be at the moment, ready to rebuild. We've just got a grant from the Football Foundation, which has been brilliant to, to buy, you know, some equipment, to spend some money on the pitch. And um, it's looking all right. So, yeah, it's all right in terms of, you know, football football yeah. on a Saturday there. So it's all good. Uh, well, you know, watch this space, I, I guess, um, and we'll 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 be we'll be following Frosham and Yattenden this season anyway. So, um, yeah. excited to see what goes on there. Um, right, let, let's talk a little bit about um, what then happened on on the business side of things, because uh, you know, I, I kind of said at the start, serious sport was was very much cricket. In fact, I saw a I mentioned this to you. I saw a friend of mine on Sunday who'd come all the way down from Preston. Uh, and he was wearing his his cricket top for just yeah. you know leisure wear. Um, Grimsar, Grimsar top, wasn't Grimsar, it? Grimsar, yeah, Grimsar. Grimsar yes. yeah. If he if he does listen to this, I'll probably I've probably completely butchered the pronunciation of it. But yeah, um, yeah, was, and uh, you know it was uh, it was the it the serious sport logo on it, and uh, yeah, I was like, oh okay, yeah. So you know, as I say, you know, very very big in cricket, fairly new to football. Um, I think there's an interesting story about how you ended up producing the Ascot United kit. Um, in terms of the original kit, or the how, how the you so kit, so or? how you how you guys ended up making Ascot United's kit last season? Um, it, when you say the interesting story, which one <laughs> which one are you thinking of? There's a couple, but tell me oh, which okay. one you're thinking of in particular. Let, let, let's go for the broadcastable one then. The one with the uh, so. So obviously we're as you've as you've mentioned there, um we with the suppliers for Ascot United, it's been a really good relationship um uh, as from from both parties, I think. Um and as you say, we've we've now been doing it for for the for the, the last season. And it's not just obviously we talk about Ascot United, we're not just talking about their first team that made it to Wembley, we're talking <laughs> about their I think it's about 80, maybe more teams now um, within the club with the, you know, the youth set up and the, the girls and ladies. Um, so, yeah, but um, we certainly, we did supply the kit for, for Ascot last season. Um, and we did, we are, we were the suppliers of the, of the Wembley kit, which, um, <laughs> yeah, went, went really, really well all the way through. No hiccups at all. <laughs> um I, now i know that's not true um the so the, obviously the kit the kit throughout this and i know i know you um like so when, when we've spoken before um you know you've you've alluded to sort of there's no real limit to what you can do what you can print on a shirt what you can create um and the ascot one actually is is fairly straightforward um it's really straightforward uh, yeah very the, it's a very 
Less is more sometimes. It's very basic. Um, it's obviously Ascot of, of old. That's that's their yeah. colours. Um, as you say, they you know cl- clubs can have anything really. So you know that flag behind you there, the Berkshire flag. We can we can take that and we can print that on material. It isn't a problem at all. Um, so yeah, all clubs can design on our kit builder or just send us a design. Any bespoke sort of any bespoke um, design, and we can we can transfer it effectively onto material and can make it. But as I say the Ascot one is is a simple design. Um, so what you were alluding to there was, I think, probably the fact that obviously we've made the uh, the Ascot kit for the cup final. Yes. It was quite a lengthy process. Myself and uh, <laughs> myself and the guys at, you know, Abby was Abby was brilliant and Joe. Um, I t- I'll tell you what, just before you, just before you go on to this one, um, I've just found the training kit, um, which I've just popped up for uh, watchers of the video version of this on YouTube, um, yeah. and that you were able to go a little bit more crazy on this. There's Absolutely. a lot of lot more yeah, designs so you, in that. If you think the the match kit's um, a basic design, a nice design, but a basic design, the training kit most definitely is, and then it's very <laughs> very jazzy. <laughs> yes, it's uh, lots of lots of blues, lots of whites. It it looks absolutely great, and it certainly stands out from a crowd. So just our, our video watchers. Can will have been able to see that one. Um, I'll see if I can find a way to stick that in the show notes. Sorry, Darren, I interrupted you there. Just I was no, doing some downloading not. while no, you were good. talking. A very good example of um, a really good example of, of what can be done. And, and and like I said, we can we can do pretty much anything now on a shirt. Um, but what I was going to say was obviously the the lead up to Wembley was was relatively um, you know it was a it was a, a an exciting prospect at, for the, the team playing at Wembley. It was, you know, it was um, it was a lot of work because there's a lot of guidelines that you've got to sort of um, adhere to. A lot of, um, you know, from Wembley, from the FA, from sponsors, from you know, there's all this stuff that you've got to get right on the kit. So not only does the kit got to be obviously the right design, but also you've got all these different. You, you know, numbers have got to be a certain size. Sponsor prints got to be a certain size. You can only have a certain amount of sponsor prints because obviously you can't go decked out in every single sponsor going <laughs> anymore um, because, you know, there's rules are rules. So, yeah, so we work very hard and, you know, there's a lot of, you know, as the account manager, a lot of to and fro in and, and hopefully that's, you know, that's the, you know, the, the bit where we go the extra mile really with service when you got with service at Sirius, if you, you know, if you've got us as account manager, we will do that and we can coordinate that, which, you know, I did with with Joe. We we spent a lot of time chatting it through and emailing each other about all the details, all requirements, and the signing off visuals, left, right, and centre. Um, and actually, I let you into a little secret. So you only you, you only allow one manufacturer brand on the um, on the match at Wembley, and obviously our S here, which is our this is our brand, um, and we always have one on the back neck. Which um, if you see any of our garments, there's always an S on the back. Um, back neck. Um, when the final shirt was produced, um, we got on there. There it yes. is. Ah, That's the one. No, it's, it's this. So this one doesn't. This must. This was a real. That's a uh, real this one. A real match. That's this the is a real one. Is it? Yes. Yeah. That's the. Uh, sorry, I'm just showing this to the to the video Absolutely. listeners again. Um, <laughs> but it doesn't have the S on the. Oh no! It's sorry. It does. Misrepresenting does. you. There you go. So this so is this, a, is the, this is the one. Actually, it's a very good. Top, you can hold it up there, Tom, if you like. So this is the point we're talking about. So this is an actual Wembley shirt that was produced. Um, and to my horror, um, just a few days before, I realised that we'd uh, left our standard S on the back. Um, so I was thinking, well, you know, there's chance. Is every chance we're going to get a, we're going to get away with that? We're not. They're not going to be stopped from playing at Wembley just because of an S. But the bottom line is, I want Joe and all the guys. At, um, Ascot to be 
you know, Jamie Tompkins. I want him to look at it and be completely happy with with what he got and um, what we were going to deliver. So we remade the whole lot within within a few days, and uh, you know, it took a lot of doing and a lot of work. And everybody, you know, all the guys at Serie, all the production team, they, you know, everybody sort of did their bit to to turn it round again because it had to be right. Um, so it, it's you know. That's the that's the beauty of using you know a local supplier you know and I delivered it you know still on time still a, every player had a you know a match shirt and and kit and you know all of the training kit all ready to go and it looked amazing so it all turned out all right but you know, <laughs> slightly, just little things and it was only a tiny thing and actually when I, we were there on the day um, I see Newport Pagno I think they probably had one on the back of their shirts anyway but. You know, we got it right, and 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 Ascot were were completely happy with it all, and um and they went and won, didn't they? So yes, there and there's some there's some incredible photos, and you know those 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 photos, and and them wearing your kit will go will go down in history for 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 you know well as long as history goes on for. Um, has that have you had direct response to what you produced? from that day has, is there, has that had a tangible effect on your business yeah, ma- massively massively um i think it's you know in footballing terms it's you know uh, i guess if you don't watch anything outside of of the top leagues you would think well it's not the fa cup but you know for everybody listening to this it's it's massive the fa vars the fa vars and the fa trophy are you know they're huge so um yeah that it has massively and i think you know the knock-on effect in terms of of what we did, and it wasn't. You know, we did a we did a nice. You know, lead up to the shirt was was huge. We did a supporter shirt as well. We did a really nice bespoke mid layer, which, you know, um, so the club sort of said, well, we want something different, something completely different for to wear to walk out, which we we designed and made. So um, straight away, you know, on the, all the social media channels, people are then messaging saying, where can I get that? And um, you know how you know how do I get my hands on this sort of thing? So yeah, it it has definitely made a difference, and it's you know we're getting inquiries now because people can see that you know we mm. can deliver. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, it, it certainly has. It, I've seen, I've noticed in recent years, and, I, and there was a really good article uh, on the Athletic about a year ago about about uh, a, a brand. Is it Castor? Yeah, who were who were designing yeah. kits for the likes? I think Newcastle yeah. and I want to say Everton, but I'm not to- no Everton was was Hummel. But but for Hummel, for yeah. years and years and years, it was your kind of Umbro, Adidas, and probably yeah. Nike, wasn't it? That, that yeah. everybody wore, and yeah. um, they have you know five or six new templates every year. And at the end of the season, those templates go out of print. So any club that wants those wants those kinds of things, just completely. You can't get them again. You can't. Um, no, they're discontinued, and yeah, exactly right. It, 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 you know, and again, I go back to to my own example in that you know I've bought kits over the years, and I've worked with suppliers who are dealing with suppliers who are dealing with suppliers, and mm. and it's a massive issue. A yeah. once it's gone, it's gone, and they need to order some more in from Germany if it's Adidas or wherever. And actually, the mid seller, you're, you're caught in the middle. So I wouldn't personally want to be a mid seller because. You, you're almost going back to your customer saying it's really nothing I can do. Whereas yeah. at least now, when it's bespoke and it's made to order, it can't go out of it can't go out of um, <coughs> you know it's never going to be out of stock and it's certainly yeah. never going to be discontinued until you tell us to stop. Really, so that's the you beauty don't, of it, really, Damien. You said the big word there, bespoke. Now, mm. bespoke to me 
means yeah. expensive. Um, I know, I remember from from years and years ago when Bracknell Town used to have a quartered kit, and we yeah. managed to buy them. They, they cost us as supporters at roughly, you know, forty five. 40 45 quid each yeah. um and they and this was this was probably two decades ago so that was that was your, what you would be paying for sort of 70 80 pound for these days i guess yeah. um you've got you know um i wanted to raise the example of um fc bracknell that used to have argentina stripes and have to stop that and go to a light blue because they couldn't get that you couldn't get cheap stripes but but also you've you know we've had that that windsor that famous union jack windsor kit yeah um, which is which is very much love or hate yeah. Um, and that you know th- those jerseys would have would have cost an awful lot. So so bespoke to me means expensive. expensive. Can you yeah. like obviously you know without necessarily because you know prices your your own business. But can can you give me some kind of comparisons about what kind of sort of what we're looking at in terms of kind of kit prices and and stuff like that? Because you know bespoke to people means right okay right. Well why don't we yeah. just get a plain? Sh- why don't we just get fifteen plain shirts from Sports Direct? Yeah, exactly right, and and no, and I agree. Um, I agree the perception of it, and and actually, um, yeah, you're right in terms of um, the the price of kits years ago, and probably in your head you had a ballpark figure of oh, give us a, you know, a, I need fifteen and a goalkeeper, and you, in your head you had this idea, and it was going to take ages to come. And I think there's a there's a mentality around football that it takes you know takes ages, and actually that's purely because they're waiting on suppliers to get mm. stock in. And and as you say, so there's two sides to it, really, Tom. Um, so it's sublimated, just to, to everyone's aware. So we talk about sublimated kits. It's just basically where that you're not going to have any. Um, embroidery or print on top of it so all the you know the embroidered badges which you know rub your rub your bits and pieces <laughs> or your printed badges which crinkle and, and wash off they're, they're gone now so sublimation really means it's inked into the fabric so it's all within the it's all within the fabric so it starts off as a white piece of fabric and it's sublimated in it's effectively taking a a photocopy and, and copying it onto onto material. So that just to, to, to clarify what sublimated is, is, you know, I'm sure I'm telling people to say. But if you if you don't know that, then that gives you an idea. I do I do like though uh, embroidered badge. Yeah, I know what you're saying about the yeah, rubbing yeah. and everything, but but an yeah. embroidered badge. And, and I know you, at, you can do embroidered badges as well. Can't we you? can do. You can still do an embroidered badge on top of you. And if you actually if you look at that Ascot shirt that you've got mm. there, yes. Um, or we can look at the one I've got here. Actually, that hasn't gone on there. Um, but if you look, so oh, yes. still, so has, they yeah. still go for the badge on top because yeah. that's what they like. So there it is. So you've yeah. still got the badge on top. Um, I, I but do you like, don't have to. I do like a, 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 an embroidered badge. It feels right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly right. So, yeah, so sublimated is, um, that's what sublimated is. If you want to, you can still go for the print and embroidery on top. Um, that just gives you an idea of that. Is, yeah, bespoke sounds expensive. Um, and normally you're talking about when you talk about bespoke kits in my mind and i'm pretty sure yours as well it means you've got to order a minimum of about 50 of them and they're going to come in from abroad on a ship from somewhere so that's normally the route of bespoke but um so ours are made on site here in hampshire which is you know we're based in um in dummer which is near basingstoke they're all made on site by the seamstresses and the sublimation team here um and to give you an idea so um as a starting cost for a short sleeve shirt, a little bit like this pangborn one here for, for the young short sleeve shirt, um, with a pair of what I would call stock royal blue or whatever colour stock shorts you wanted to go with that, or um, and a pair of yellow socks, you would be looking at a starting price of about thirty four ninety nine, so thirty five pounds. 
and that shirt, shorts, and socks, and this kit, and that can be completely your own, your own bespoke um, kit, really. Fantastic. So, well, that seems like a really good moment to move on to the point, kind of, I suppose, of of our partnership. So, um, Dana, do you, shall I? I, I can t- I can talk people through it, or, or, or what's going on? And what I don't want this to come across as is a is a big advertising podcast, which is not. We we are football in Berkshire and Serious Sport are are getting together for the foreseeable future to produce uh, and be able to allow football clubs to have bespoke kits to be able to to have and build club shops to be, you know as a form of um revenue generation you know um i, th- I think uh, uh, uh slough do uh, an absolutely fantastic one uh, they have a they have a fantastic club shop with all the shirts on the on the walls and stuff and and it's something i don't think you see enough of um uh, around at local, at local at, level, yeah. I think is probably what we're trying to say, isn't it? Because yes, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly right. I'm, I'm I'm a terrible one for for going in a in a club shop, and if there is a decent price on a club shirt, you can bet your bottom dollar I'm I'm going to purchase one. Um, I've I've <laughs> bought I've bought shirts for for five quid out of bargain boxes in Northern Ireland and and all of this, but but you know, like I, th- I think getting getting club shirts on supporters is is a really important part of spreading the word of our of our game and and i think part of the reason at times people don't do it is because they just can't get the shirts and and so you know these days you can set up a you could set up a, an online store on your club website you could you know you guys do stores as well you can you can set these up a little similar to kind of what macron do as well macron do do club stores as well yeah um Sorry to mention another uh, <laughs> Mate, another kit supply. It's fine. Yeah, everyone definitely knows they're out there, and uh, I, you know I, it's no I, problem I think, at all. Um, We've all. Everyone knows I, they're there. I think they're the other. They're probably the, the big supplier of kits in this. In Macron and Joma. Joma, yeah. you know, they'd be the other ones at the moment. Yeah. They're you know they're do, they're doing really well. It's all it's all pretty good stuff. It's all um it's all relatively affordable. Mm. Um, the biggest thing I'd probably say that people would agree with that are listening is is just getting it in. Mm. you know from italy and spain um but it is good stuff yeah really good i've certainly used all of that and it's um it's all absolutely fine no problem at all um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's good to be able to have that conversation um but but no you know so so being able to sort of stock a club shop almost and and especially if it's a kit that you're not going to change maybe for two or three years you can you can get that stock in you can you can you can see that as another another form of, of raising some money for your club and also raising the profile of your club i remember I remember when Binfield were in the Vars final um, two years ago, just driving through the village, every single kid was walking around Binfield in their Binfield junior football shirt. It, like it was, it was amazing. And and like, you want to see that, that that's and the what same. And see. the same with me, like, you know, local to me is Tatcham, same thing, mm, you know, mm, exactly mm. the same thing. All right. Yeah. yeah it, was a, it was a, it was a Macron kit, as you say, but everybody's, you know, wants to try and get one. And if you've got yeah. access to it, if you've got a shop yeah. that people can click on and, and, and order one, then, yeah. then great. And we, you know, and we can do that. I think you were yeah. just about to allude to that, that we can, yes. we can set up team stores and, and hopefully the relationship between us will get a good relationship. And, and that's what yeah. it's about is that we'll just make it more accessible and more easy and let people know that it's there and, and understand the process. Maybe if we can do that, then, you know, yeah. you know lo- locally, I would say there's a, you know, you'll drive around and you'll see a lot, a lot of our kits ev- everywhere, but you know, let's, you know, let's open it up so that, that people can have the opportunity to design their own kit and wear it and, and order it and stuff. So, yeah. 
completely by chance when I did meet yourself and, and Tom, who's your your colleague in the in the pub. Um, He's just had a baby. We should say. Yes, congratulations, uh, congratulations Tom. Tom. But when when Great we met, him, quite coincidentally, we did. Uh, we did see someone wearing a serious sport kit in the pub. Yeah, um, they were, that, yeah. that wasn't that wasn't planned. It was just there. So I guess what I wanted to say though was um, the, the the partnership between us um, means that any Berkshire Football Club um, going in and purchasing serious sport kit, whether it's a whether it's a team wear, whether it's match day wear, whether it's jackets, whatever it is, um, will get if you're Berkshire based, you will get twenty percent off bespoke football kits and team wear. Um, I can't remember if we said you have to mention football in Berkshire, but if you do, that's handy. Um, and, yeah. and, and Damien will 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 reduce 20% off the price. Um, there is a website you can go to, um, and I'll stick that in the link, which will generate 20% off anyway. And um, additionally to that, anybody placing an order before the 1st of September will win. Sorry, not anybody. Um, one, <laughs> no, win. No, one, no. <laughs> one, one, one team. Um, that places an order before the 1st of September um, will win 15 mid-layers. Um, so that is your kind of your match day kind of jacket that you that you go to the go to the match in um, will win 15 mid-layers worth £500. Uh, and that's when, if you place an order before the 1st of September. This this is ideal for your, um, for your Sunday league clubs across Berkshire. Um, this is ideal for um, all of the women's teams that we follow from the southern region to the Thames Valley Premier League, junior teams across the region. Uh, and we will also include those clubs that we sort of loosely follow as well, your Tadleys, your um, uh, Virginia Waters, Wallingford and Crowmarsh, all of those. If if there are teams in those areas, just you know, mention, and you've listened to this podcast, mention football in Berkshire, um, go to the website that's in the notes. You're and... more than welcome to, you know, if I am more than happy to give my email address now, drop me a line and, and ask me any questions, really. Come direct to me. It's not a problem. So um... sure, we'll, we'll pop that in the show notes. So anybody that... Um, Anybody that wants to just find out a bit more about Damien, get in touch with Damien. Um, I am sure Damien can be haggled with as well if you're buying um, a bit more than just one one team's kit. I'm sure there is room for for manoeuvre as well. I've probably just put words into his mouth and I'm going to hit his profit margin. <laughs> we can have a discussion. I'm always open <laughs> to discussion and it's always good to speak to people that, you know, people involved in football. And that, that's the joy of this job. Um, you know, you you enjoy doing doing this, Tom, and it's no different to me, really. I, you know, I, I'm sort of well involved with football, and, and I deal with people that are well involved with football every day. Obviously, clubs range in sizes that we deal with, and some, as I say, are as big as your Ascots and your Wargrave women and girls is another mm. big one that we you know we deal with the kits for. Um, as I've mentioned there behind us, Pangbourne Youth, yeah. and and some big local clubs that we really deal with. But we're more than happy, and it you know it, it makes no difference to us to deal with the, the local football teams, and we're, we you know we're keen to do that, and and you know do that more really. To be honest, I, I'm really excited to see what to see what comes out. Um, Damien, we'll we'll be in touch. Um, I have no doubt. Is there anything you wanted to add? Have I missed anything off? No, not really. I think we've it's been a nice uh, been a nice chat, Tom, and uh, <laughs> well, I think we covered quite a lot in that really, and uh, <laughs> hopefully hopefully it's useful. Hopefully it's um. It, like I said, it's a bit of an insight into what we can do. As you said, you know, if anyone's listening, and, and the good thing about uh, with us as well is that, as you mentioned, your your friend came down. Um, we are a, a quite a big national, you know, company in cricket, um, as well as football and rugby 
um, and hockey and netball, and we're, we're growing in all those areas now. Um, but there's always an overlap because, again, it's always the same people. Gen- yeah. Not always, but within the clubs, you know, I, for my sins, I'm also a, a cricket person and I run the cricket team and <laughs> chairman of the cricket league and all that stuff. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so you speak to people and, and a lot of the people that come to us now for football will say, I've come to you because um, we've had such a good experience um, with you know, with the cricket side of things. So we've just done, I've just done a big order um, this week for, for Brockenhurst, for example. They're, you know, oh, playing West, part of the world. Wessex League um, in the forest. So they, yeah. you know, they're, you know, a, a decent stand, but they came on the back of a, a cricket recommendation. Um, I've just been working an order through for Whitchurch United as well, who, you know, have, there's some people in within the club that have involved with um, in cricket and stuff. So, you know, sports people do chat, and if you have a good experience, then you're gonna, you know, you're gonna wanna, you know, wanna do it again. In, and if we can help you out, we certainly will. Damien, thanks ever so much for your time. Um, we're hopefully going to do a few more of these sorts of podcasts, talking with people kind of involved in 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 the various, you know, business parts of local football because it's not all volunteers there are you know there is serious business here so we're going to try and talk to a few more people like like Damien um Damien we are working you know as I say as a as a partnership going forward um I'm really looking forward to seeing what happens all of the football in Berkshire team as well are being kitted out in serious sport so look yeah. out for us um if you want to you know if anybody wants to ask about them um and you see one of us at any games um, do, you know, do do drop us ice. You'll you'll notice and you'll see the logo. So you know, uh, feel free. Um, Damien, thank you ever so much for your time. Um, we'll we, you know we'll we'll talk again soon, mate. Yeah, be in touch. Speak to you soon. This episode of Berkshire Football Stories was hosted by Tom Canning and featured special guest Damien Scar from Serious Sport. It was produced by Tom Canning. Our theme music is called Space Camp and it's from the album Everyday Adventures by Reading Ukulele Band Rocket Kings, who you can find on Spotify and all good music outlets. Find Football in Berkshire on Twitter, Threads, Facebook and at footballinberkshire.co.uk. Football in Berkshire's podcast is sponsored by TicketPass. TicketPass provides an ethical alternative to a ticketing industry that often profits from greed. Our platform is an all-in-one solution for creating events, buying and selling tickets, live streaming and keeping events in a safe space. To find out more, to buy tickets, to sign up to the service, head to ticketpass.org. Berkshire Football Stories is sponsored by the Curious Academy, skills hub running the Sales Academy, digital skills boot camps and data analytics training in Reading. To find out more, head to thecuriousacademy.co.uk.